Thank you for tuning in to Church on the Rock podcast. We have a great sermon in store for you. We hope this message challenges you, builds you, and motivates you into taking the next step in your purpose with God. Enjoy the sermon. Father God, we give you glory and honor and praise that we're still standing this morning. We thank you that we have a victory this morning. Oh, we're victors this morning. We thank that we can celebrate that this morning. We give you glory and honor and praise. Because you cause all things to work together for our good. We thank you for causing us to be all more than conquerors, Father God. We thank you for that this morning. I got a thank you in me this morning. You have a thank you in you this morning? I was reading this morning. I came, ag- I came across the greatest sermon ever preached. It was Mary when she seen the resurrected Jesus. And she ran back to the disciples, amen. And she said, I've seen Jesus. I've seen the Lord, amen. And I thought about, because I can resonate with that. I don't know about you, because I'm not here at a protocol this morning. I'm not here at a tradition this morning. I'm here because I've seen Jesus. I've seen him heal cancer, amen. I've seen him heal, amen. I've seen him heal diabetes this morning, amen. And some of you ain't supposed to be here this morning. Have you seen Jesus this morning? Some of you are supposed to be broke this morning, suicidal, in a hospital right now. I thank, I thank God that I've seen Jesus. Father, can we give you glory and honor and praise? You've been too good to us. When we didn't deserve it, you've been too good to us. I got to praise him because you've been too good to me. I thank you for being good this morning. You've been too good this morning. When he's, been, when he's been too good to you, you can be in a circumstance and already know how it's going to end. I already know how it's going to end. So I can bless him in the middle of it. I can thank him in the middle of it. Father, can we give you glory and honor and praise for the victories to come? I got more victories on my resume that's coming. I got more victories coming. I got more stuff to add to my resume this morning. So I'm thanking you for that, Jesus. I'm thanking you for that this morning. Woo! So we give you glory and honor and praise and we welcome you into this place to this morning. Let heaven have its way this morning. Let it be done in here as it is in heaven. As it is in heaven this morning. We receive your word, Father God. We receive your word this morning. Let it change us. Let it transform our minds. Let it elevate us this morning. We receive it this morning. And we give you glory and honor and praise. Can you tell your neighbor it's finished? Amen. Praise God. Well, praise the Lord. Praise God. I got a few praises in here. But but hopefully before we're done, hallelujah, you'll, you'll realize or you will acknowledge that Jesus is the best thing that ever happened. Amen. They used to sing a song, if it had not been for Jesus. Come on now. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Had not been for Jesus, where would I be? The psalmist said, if it hadn't been for the Lord, on our side, amen. Hallelujah. If he's on your side, you better give him some praise this morning. Amen. Praise God. Well, today is a continuation of last last Sunday. Amen. Last Sunday, we preached on Palm Sunday, amen. I see some of y'all still got your leaf. Amen. Praise God, you still got your leaf. 
Hey, come on now. I'm glad somebody, I'm glad somebody know what it means. I just didn't give you a leaf for no reason at all. Amen. Praise God. The leaf means no matter what the weapon is. I'm telling the devil, I want you to know that I win. Amen. Hallelujah. Go over here and turn over here to John chapter 12. And um, we missed the service this week. Praise God. We missed the service this week. We missed Good Friday. Amen. Praise God. Some of y'all didn't realize we missed one, did you? You know, the church needs to know why it worships. You need to know why you go to church. Amen. And sometimes you can go places and not know why you go. Amen. You went to school because somebody made you. Amen. But you should have you known that you are trying to better yourself so that you'll be able to serve somebody in a greater capacity. That's the purpose of the education. If you know why you're doing something, you'll put more energy into it. Amen. And Jesus talked about a people that would worship him with a zeal, but they didn't have knowledge of why they did what they were doing. Amen. If I'm repeating an action over and over again and I don't know why I'm doing it, that's called religion. Amen. And God did not send his son to the cross so we could practice religion. Amen. He sent his son to the cross so that we would have life and have it more abundantly. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. He sent him to the cross so that he could wash away our sins, pay the penalty for our sins, so that we could live a life free of the consequence of our actions. He sent his son to the cross so he could take an old nature out of me. Paul said, oh, wretched man that I am. Paul couldn't figure out why he was kidding, why, why, why he, even when he wanted to do what's right, he couldn't perform it. Amen. I know what's right, but I can't do it. Amen. And so many times people have, have good intentions, good intentions about marriage, good intentions about being a good son or a daughter, being good intentions, amen, on their occupation. And so many times they could not perform what they wanted to do. He said, because evil is always present. Well, the Bible said God sent his son to destroy the works of the devil. Amen. Flip wishes always say back in the old show, the devil made me do it. <laughs> and he was joking, but the truth is that's in the Bible. Amen. You didn't make yourself a sinner. Adam made you one. Amen. Adam, the Bible said Adam made us sinners. But God sent the second Adam. Come on now. He's the reason why you can wear white. <laughs> Amen. And I got to touch on that today. Amen. He made you righteous. Come on now. And he deserves our praise. But we need to learn why we need to praise him. Amen. Psalms 150 said, praise him with the loud sound and symbol. Praise him with the drums. Evidently, somebody ought to be praising him because it's in the Bible. Praise him with the drums. Amen. Then it said, praise him with the dance. Amen. Praise God. God, he deserves our praise. But we got to know why we're praising him. Amen. If I know why I'm praising him, I won't just praise him on Sunday morning. Come on now. Because <laughs> he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. When I wake up tomorrow, he's going to be worthy of my praise. Amen. Because guess what? He watched over me all, all night long. Come on now. We learn when we get up in the morning. I don't get up in the morning just because the sun come up. No, he touched you this morning. Yes, he did. You just didn't. Come on now. Now, the Bible said he touched you this morning. The alarm clock did not start you. The sun coming up did not start you. Because there's a lot of people that did not move with the alarm clock going off. Amen. With the sun coming up. Amen. Praise God. But we got a promise. He said, with long life will I satisfy you. You keep getting up every morning because of the goodness of God. 
Amen. So he's worthy. We want to know what Jesus told the woman at the well in John chapter 4. She said, you don't even, he said, woman, you don't even know why you worship it. He said, we know, but come on now, praise God. That's mama right there. She, she, she didn't even have to go shopping for white. She already had it in the closet. I've been to her house. She's one of them old saints. Come on now. Whatever you want to do, whatever Sunday you want to make it, she can make it that Sunday. She wanted one of them old saints. Come on now. Some of y'all are like me. You had to go shopping. I got out of my car this morning. I realized I said we went a little bit far. Because we were dressing in white because he said he made their robes white. Amen. Praise God. Some of us praise God. We went too far. He didn't say he made your shoes white. Your socks white. Your tie white. Some of y'all went the extra mile. <laughs> Bible said he just made your road right. We got to talk about this morning. Amen. Praise God. We got to let God take us somewhere this morning. Come on now. We got to let him take us somewhere. Amen. In our thinking so that every day we know why we live the way we live and the reason why we do what we do. Can you say amen to that? Well, turn over here in John chapter 12. The only way to get there is through the word. Amen. Praise God. The only way to get there is through the word of God. Amen. The only way to get to where God wants us to do go is to have a revelation of his word. And then when you get a revelation of his word, he's describing to you what he's going to do. Amen. His word is always action field. Amen. The word is always action field. That's, that's called a blessing. When the power of God shows up into your life, Amen. To do exactly what he said, that's called the blessing. Amen. Praise God. God's got some plans for some people in this room. Yes. Yeah. See, 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 see. See, some people, some people just know how to go to church. Listen. When some get offered, you got to take it. Amen. Preaching is an offering. When I say somebody get to get blessed in here, they see you would have got mad if I just said, Bradford, you going to get blessed in here. You'd be wondering, why did I come? Why did I come? He only blessing Bradford. But Jesus said, whosoever will. Come on now. That means whosoever can get their life on another level today. You can get it changed on another level. Amen. Amen. But uh, turn over here to uh, John chapter 12. And, um, and this is where we were last week, John chapter 12. And um, let's, um, let's go down here to verse, verse 13. Yeah, that's where we're verse 13. Jesus was entering into the city. And uh, for really a week of celebration, what was going to happen first is what we call, we call Palm Sunday. And then I said we missed the service. Next was going to come Good Friday. Amen. And I had to ask myself, why did they call it good when he was being crucified? Amen. Come on, now you ever ask yourself that or you just keep calling it Good Friday? <laughs> Jesus was going to be crucified and people called it Good Friday. He said, Father, if it's another way, well, I don't have to take their sin. That I don't have to take their judgment. They're the ones that are guilty. I'm not. And we're calling it Good Friday, but that's the day he, we're celebrating the day he was judged while he was being innocent. Amen. That's the day they plucked out his beard. That's the day they hid him in the face with a blindfold on him and said, prophesy and tell us who did it. That's the day they put a crown of thorns on his head. That's the day they beat him with a cat nine whip till it pulled all the flesh off his body. Why did they call it Good Friday? Did you ever ask yourself that? Because it didn't seem like nothing was good about it. 
In the movie Passion, who made that movie? Was it Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson said, if I had really depicted the beating he took, you couldn't watch it. I only watched it once. Did anybody watch it twice? Once was enough for me. I got the message. It was a horrible, it was a horrible punishment and a horrible way. Most men never made it through the whipping because they, they positioned you where you could not move at all, stripped all of your clothes off, and whipped you with a leather whip that had metal and glass tied in it. And when it hits your skin, you don't even want me talking about it right now. Why did they call it Good Friday? Did you ever ask yourself that question? I did. I said, God, it don't seem like nothing was good about it. And then the Bible said after being in judgment hall to judgment hall, whipping, then they decide to crucify him. And they hung him on the cross from the sixth to the ninth hour. They would take nails about six inch long and drive it through your wrists so that you could not move on the cross and then drive it through your feet. What was good about that? Well, Isaiah 53 said, it pleased the Lord. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. Come on now. Oh, if you get a hold of this. Come on now. The good was coming to you. He was taking all of our bad. Come on now. He was taking our punishment. He was taking the judgment we deserved. He was taking the penalty we should have gone through. Paul said, I was crucified with him. What was good about it? I, he, he, Paul said, I was on the cross without being on there. Because he was dying for my sin. He was dying for all of my dirt. He was dying for all of my wrong. And he took our place. And so even though he took your place, it doesn't mean you wasn't there. Paul said, I was crucified with him. Come on now. That's what was good about it. He was taking the penalty we deserve. And the Bible said it pleased the Lord to bruise him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Amen. Amen. The Bible said he took our sorrows. He took our grief. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. His peace was broken so you could go to sleep at night even though a trial is going on around you, that somebody already paid the price for this tribulation I'm going through. So Jesus already took my whipping, so I'm going to wave my flag and say my trial has already been paid for. My sickness has been paid for. So it's got to get off my body because God put it on his body. Oh, yeah. That's why we call it Good Friday. Amen. Because you got out of trouble without paying for it. Yeah, it is Good Friday. Amen. Friday, Good Friday, come around next year. You ought to give God some praise. Because the old saints used to say it like this. He saved me from dangers seen and unseen. On the cross, I was delivering you from trouble you never even saw. You were supposed to have drama. You should have died. You should have lost your mind. But dangers came and you didn't even have to see them. The cross delivered you from them without you ever even going through it. He deserves your praise. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he does. That's why they called it Good Friday. And then we come around to the resurrection. Come on now. That's the, come on now. Come on. Amen. It's a week of celebration. You ought to know why you celebrate God. Amen. Praise God. I'm not here because I'm the pastor. I'm here because he died for me. Come on now. I'm here because whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. 
The Bible said if you believe that God raised Jesus from the dead and you believe he is the son of God, you shall, not might get saved, you shall get saved. You shall get saved from running out of money. You shall get saved from losing your mind. You shall get saved from losing your children. You shall get saved from losing your marriage. You shall get saved from losing your house. You shall get saved from running out of finances. You get, shall get saved from every work of the devil. You shall get saved from corona. You shall get saved from wars and rumors of wars. I don't care what the weapon is. I want you to know you shall be saved. That's why I come. It don't work for you because you're a preacher. I know a whole lot of preachers going through. It ain't a problem about going through. The question is, did you come out on the other side? Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you something in a minute. It's about coming out on the other side. It's about coming out of a trial that everybody don't think you're going to make it out of. Come on now. Come on now. And you coming out because Jesus came out for you. Amen. Praise God. Let me read you this verse of scripture. Let me read you this verse of scripture right here. Praise God. It says in our Gospel of John chapter 12 verse 13. They took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet Jesus and cried, Hosanna. And Hosanna means don't save me tomorrow. Don't save me later on. Do it right now. Sometimes people in the situation, you need to get blessed right now. It don't need to be a blessing tomorrow. You need to get blessed right here and right now. And they realized that Jesus was a right now Jesus. Come on now. Some people say, well, God going to heal me. No, 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 no. That's not the Jesus we're talking about. The one we're talking about, he does it right now. Amen. He may not come when you want him to. Yes, he does. Come on now. Ain't no that ain't even in the Bible. The Bible says, before you call, I'll be there. <laughs> That ain't even the Bible. I don't even know why you'd let somebody tell you that. <laughs> he said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that cometh out of the mouth of God. Out of the mouth of God says, before you call, I will be there. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you till the end of the world. Amen. Praise God. So you ain't got to go looking for him. Come on now. <laughs> He's already there. Amen. You got to worship according to the word of God. Not according to what somebody else said. People will mess you up in this life. Say amen to that. <laughs> I'll tell that story again. So you got to worship according to the word. Because people can mess you up. Especially people don't have a Bible talking. Amen. I guess I will tell that. Maybe it'll help you. We got an air conditioning system out there, praise God. It's brand spanking new. And, the, and we turned it on, it sounded like a machine gun. Ah, la, 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 la. Ah, la, la. I said, turn that off. I said, air conditioning ain't supposed to sound like that. Air conditioning supposed to say, um. So I called, I called a professional. I thought he was a professional. And I turned it on. It started saying, ah, la, la, la. He said, yeah, that's how they're supposed to run. I said, for real? He said, yeah. The, he said, these just run loud. So I let it run out there like that. I said, man, what did we buy? <laughs> and it kept running until one of the compressors just blew out. <laughs> TC, don't laugh. because that, that compressor cost $4,000. <laughs> Anyway, I called somebody else out here, and they looked at it, and uh, each unit's got two compressors. That's what's keeping you cool right now, the second one. Come on now. Ain't you glad there's two compressors? Aren't you glad there's two atoms? See, some of y'all, some of y'all, praise God. Y'all there with two atoms. Who was that? Who was that? <laughs> Jesus is called the second Adam. 
So when the first Adam failed you, come on now, God sent the second Adam. Come on now. So you could be on your palm leaf, keeping cool, praise God. Come on now. Jesus, come on, Jesus knew you were going to need, he knew you were going to need two compressors. <laughs> so he, need you, he knew you were going to need two Adams. Come on now. The second one got it done for you. He's the one that hung on the cross. So anyway, a guy come out here, one of, another guy come out here, and he looked at the compressors, and he noticed that the wires were running. They were crossed. So the compressor was running back. If your life is saying, yada, 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 yada. Come on now. I'm just trying to help you. If, I, you ain't got to wave your hand right now, but you, you hear the noise, praise God. Every day when you get up, yada, 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 yada. There's no peace. There's no joy. But you know it ought to be better than what you currently. It ought to be better than what you are currently experiencing. It means you've been listening to the wrong people. And they've been giving you the wrong advice about life, telling you he may not come when you want him to. Amen, but he's always right on time. Either you on time or you ain't coming. Come on now. And what I'm telling you, he said in the Bible, before you call, he said, I already know the things you have need of. Before you ask me. Yes, I already know what you need before you ask me. I know your bills need to be paid. I know your mind needs to be delivered. I know your children need to be saved, sanctified, and full of the Holy Ghost. So you come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Do you need it right now? Then it's time right now it's time to get it right now so I'm going to help you you need to be serving the real God the one to show up come on now who was that Elijah he said the God to show up they was out there worshiping Baal come on now and Elijah said let the God that answer come on now you need to serve the God that answers Come on now. It's not about sending prayers up. It's about sending prayers to the God who answers prayer. He said, he said, if Baal be God, then let him answer. But if God be God, Jehovah God, come on now, let him answer. And boy, them boys was out there all day long trying to get an answer. They was cutting their Come on now. They were cutting themselves and straining and trying to get, trying to get some, some false god to show up. And Elijah got tired of it. Come on now. They was already in a drought. Wasn't no water anywhere, so he said build a trench and then take the water we got and fill it up. Come on now. Because he was going to make it rain. Come on, we ain't going to need all this. Come on now. Come on now. Do you know the story? Come on now. You got to stay in your word now. I'm just letting God take me wherever I want to go. I'm trying to tell you God's going to answer your situation. That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you you want to answer your situation. Amen. Elijah filled the trench up with water. And he called upon the Most High God. Then the Bible said a fire came down from heaven. Lapped up all the water. Took the sacrifice. And took it up by, back up to heaven. God is the God that shows up. I'm here because he's a showing up God. Every time I needed him to heal my body, he healed my body. Come on now. Come on now. We just walked right through Corona up in here. Come on now. Yes, we did. We walked right on through. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Come on now. I praise God we didn't put one person in the ground. No, we didn't. You can go on and praise him. No. We didn't put one person in the ground. Ah! Can I tell it? Stand up back at Adrian. Stand up back at Adrian. 
Come on now. Wave, Adrian. Wave your flag because God gave you the victory. Do you, do you have a praise dance on you? Do you have a dance? Can, can you pick them up and put them down? Yeah. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. See, that's why you praise him with the dance. Because if it hadn't been for God, he wouldn't even been dancing. Because his wife called me. I was at your house. And his wife called me and said, I was, we was over your house ministering to you. And Cynthia passed me the phone. Where's uh, Margie? Come on now. Margie, you the one called me, so stand up. She's married to Adrian. Margie, do you have a dance this morning? I mean, a break. She didn't have a dance, but she had a run. But it's okay. You don't know a story, though. I just know a story. She called me up and said, they, my husband has is, is got coronavirus. And it's trying to overtake his lungs. And they just took him into intensive care because his oxygen is dropping. But they that call upon the name of the Lord. <laughs> they that call on the name of the Lord. They can get through. Hallelujah. The line is not busy. Come on now. When you call the fire company, do they say I may not come when you want me to? <laughs> They start moving to your emergency. People start putting on coats, putting on boots. Come on now. Driving to your emergency. If somebody's climbing through your window and you call 911, do you tell the police tell you, I may not come when you want me to? And if you live in a real bad hood, they may tell you. But anyway, <laughs> come on. Come on now. I just feel like telling it this morning. Come on now. I get this phone call, but I don't get rattled. See, I learned not to get rattled because the Bible said, in nothing be terrified of your adversary. You got to get to the place where you are not afraid of nothing. Jesus would say, fear not. Peace be still. I'm bigger than your trial. I'm bigger than your trouble. I'm bigger than anything you might go through. I'm the God that created the whole world. Nothing is too hard for this God I praise. Nothing is too hard for it. I don't serve a God that's got complications, difficulties, a head-scratching God. I serve a God that'll bless you coming in. Bless you going out. Bless you in the city. Bless you in the field. Bless everything you put your hands to. That's who I serve. He's a mighty God. Yes, he is. The Bible said, don't be troubled when you get a letter. If you ever got a letter, they, they fax and stuff now. They, they found that it, don't use the post office, they can get it to you quicker. <laughs> they email in trouble to you now. Instagram in trouble to you now. Come on now. Text in trouble to you. Margie texted me and said he's taking him into the intensive care. I just sent him scripture. I said, don't you be afraid. He gave us keys to the kingdom. I was reading this morning, they're really the keys of David. <laughs> it's the key when you lock it, nobody can open it. But if you open it, nobody can close it. So he said, I'm giving you keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven, which means heaven's going to back you up. I gave her the scripture to stand on that Jesus already bore this on the cross. See, Jesus already took corona on his own body. Corona ain't nothing new. He said he bore every sickness and every disease. See, Good Friday is about him laying your corona on him. And if he already took your corona, 
you don't have to. <laughs> Listen, if somebody goes to Kroger's and you got $200 worth of groceries, and that's what it's going to cost by now if you're trying to eat right. <laughs> but if somebody comes ahead of you and pays the $200, are you going to pay another 200 I believe you, Ito. I believe you ain't going to pay it. <laughs> but saints are still at the counter trying to pay for their healing. Trying to pay for their joy. Trying to pay for their peace. Come on now. He said, I'm giving you joy that nobody can take away from you. Because they didn't pay for it. They can't take it. He was on that cross already taking your migraine. Told Margie, he already took it. But you pay attention to the symptoms. We walk by faith and not by sight. We don't look at it how it looks like it's turning out. We already know how it's turning out. This means you already know how it's turning out. So, we stood on the word, and then she called me back and said, it's getting worse. That's how the devil always do. When it looked look like you about out of it, he comes about like a roaring lion. He, lo he roars one more time. <sighs> Jesus ain't moved by the first one or the second one. So don't you be moved either. I said, it's still working. My Bible says our father keeps working. He, don't, he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't get moved by the circumstances. You just continue to stand on the word. You continue to stand on the word. You don't move. Having done all, stand. Don't move, stand. With your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel. And your loins girt about with truth and the breastplate of righteousness and the helmet of salvation and the breastplate of righteousness and the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit that you might quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. You stay there till you get rid of all of them. So then uh, they said, he's up here, Pastor Rogan. And, and I said, I said, Pastor, Pastor, maybe I'll go see him. They said, they won't even let you in now. Ain't the devil something? Won't even let your pastor come see you. Because he knows that we can anoint you with oil, just like it said in James. And the prayer of faith will raise you up. Boy, the devil is something else. Got it where your pastor can't even come see you. But the Bible said there's no distance in the spirit. Come on now. For us, it don't matter. Come on now. Jesus can still go in the room. <laughs> come on now. The Bible says you can send the word anywhere. So I called him up on the phone. I called Agent on the phone. I said, in the name of Jesus, we take authority over every germ and virus and disease. We curse it. We command it to die and get out of your body. Command your lungs to be restored. A few days later, I get a call at my house. Adrian back at home. Jesus done done his thing on him. And Adrian back at the, at the house. I said, Adrian, you're supposed to call people. Amen. When Jesus done done his thing on you, you're supposed to call people because we got to give him some praise. We got to give him some praise. That's why she took off running. Stand up, Anton. You got a praise there? Anton, you bring a praise today. Come on now. Amen. Can you raise your hand? Okay, praise. Give him some kind of praise. <laughs> Anton, I wouldn't even go and look for your testimony. You came looking for me. He said, Pastor, we're going to ride down the highway, right? And a car was coming right for you with the headlights off. Praise God. And then somehow you got diverted. And there was another thing that happened. Two almost got in the wreck. Two almost near car fatal accidents. And God delivered them out of all of that. Amen. Praise God. Now, some of y'all been delivered out of some stuff up in here. 
I may not even know your testimony. Come on now. Come on now. If God made a way for you, you need to give him some praise. Wave your palm leaves. Yeah, there we go. Because that's what they were doing on Palm Sunday. It was people showing up that Jesus had healed. And they were declaring, Hosanna, bless us now. Blessed is the king that cometh in the name of the Lord. And so they were praising God because of all they'd done for him. And then I kept reading down here. I kept reading. And then I saw what it says right down here. Um, let's go down here a little bit farther. And uh, let's take a look. Certain scripture down here. And uh, verse 27, after they had praised Jesus, same chapter and verse, he says now, this is Jesus said, verse 27, chapter 12, verse 27, he said, now is my soul troubled. And why is your soul troubled when the whole city is praising you? Why is your soul troubled? There's people you've, Jesus has stopped funerals and raised people from the dead and opened blind eyes and caused arms and limbs to grow out and fed the multitude, turned water into wine and walked on water. The Bible said he had, did, he had done so many works by this time, the books could not, the volumes of book could not control, contain all the works that he did. And after blessing and healing and prospering people, he said, my soul is troubled. Has everything been going on good and everything seems going on good around, but your soul is troubled. Soul is troubled. Why is his soul troubled? Because Good Friday was coming. And what shall I say? Because of the trouble that's coming. Father, save me from this hour. But for this cause came I unto this hour. One time he said, this is the reason why I came into this world. He said, it's not just enough to bless them. I want them to become blessers. It's not just enough for one man to live on the planet like what it, would it look like if every man could do what I do? He said, I'm going to fix this thing so that the works I do, you'll be able to do them also. But I got to pay the price to make you like me. You got to understand that he was the only man on the planet whose spirit was alive to God. Because of the first Adam or the first compressor. All men were made sinners. The Bible said when Adam sinned, death passed upon all men. The spirit of God came out of them and the spirit of darkness went on the inside of them. The Bible said in the book of Genesis when man's spirit gets so dark they can't even have a clear thought. They said every thought he had was evil. You look at the news in the world today, the news in 6 and 10, and when you see raping and killing and pillaging, you're looking at men with dark spirits. That's why Paul said, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver from me from this bondage of death? Even when I want to do good, evil is always present. Sometimes people don't even understand why they couldn't keep their home because evil was present. People don't understand why wars start because evil is present. So people want to know why we got metal detectors and police stations in our school. It's because evil is present. Some places in part of the city, you don't dare go because you know evil is present. Sometimes in golf-gated neighborhoods, people kill each other in mansions because evil is always present. 
It doesn't care about your neighborhood. It doesn't care where you live. It doesn't care how educated you are. There's only one deliverance from evil, and his name is Jesus. He said, I've come to this hour where there's a price to pay to make you like me. The Bible said, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Behavior don't make you a sinner. It's the nature that's in you. And when God takes the old nature out, all you got to don't do now is just learn about who you really are. Behavior is totally based on how you think. But if you got a nature driving you, you it don't matter how you think, you can't get away from it. He said, when I want to do good, I can't perform it. He said, there's no power to perform it. That's why you can't fix yourself. That's why you can't say, when I get myself together, I'm going down there to the church. No, you're not, because you ain't going to get yourself together. Yeah, I'm preaching real good right now. Well, when I start living right, I go down there and look how long that's taking. <laughs> you're 52 now. <laughs> because Paul said, it's not something you can perform. That's why we praise him. Because we couldn't perform our healing. We couldn't perform our deliverance. We couldn't perform our salvation. We couldn't perform it. But he said, if you let me come and do my thing on you, I would take the old nature out and put a new nature on there, and you'll become a new creation. And then all you got to do is start learning about your new creation. Then your behavior will change. Because behavior is based on thought. The Bible said, as a man thinketh, so is he. So the Bible is given to change the way you think. But Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection change your nature. So when you change the spirit, then you renew the mind. Then the behavior will come. But you can't get the behavior, then try to get good enough to get saved. That's a trap of the devil. You ain't never going to be good enough. And even when you do get good, you still ain't good enough. Because he's the one that made you right in the first place. And you don't go around acting like, well, I got it all together now. You need to remember where you came from. So you can help other people change. He said, I got to bear this sorrow. He said, this trouble is coming. He said, Father... He says, um, for this cause I came into the world, verse 28. Father, glorify thy name. And then came a voice from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Amen. Turn over here to John chapter 19. Try to give you some scripture here. John chapter 19. And look at verse 19. And by this time they had nailed Jesus to the cross. They hung him on the cross. Galatians said, Christ took the curse for us. For what is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. He was taking the curse of humanity. He's taken the curse of humanity. What is the curse? Em curse means empowered. It don't mean you saying a bad word. Curse means empowered to fail. You get married to somebody you have great intentions with. But see, my Bible said, except the Lord build the house. That's what it said. And there are no exceptions. Except the Lord build the house. They wasting their time. Why? Matthew chapter 12 says the devil specializes in visiting houses. Somebody ought to say amen. 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 Yes, it is. He comes to every house. That's what Matthew chapter 12 says. He even looks through your window. He looks through your window to see how you're living. 
He's trying to see, is this house built on a rock? Come on now. Jesus said every house that listens to my word is a house that's built upon a rock. Amen. When the storms and winds come. Come on now. And because it's built on the word, after the storm is, after the storm is blowing, the house is still standing. Come on now. If it's built on the rock of the word of God. Amen. Because the rock tells us what to do in that house. Amen. I don't come to church because I'm the pastor. I come to church because I married Pastor Cynthia. Where's she at? Amen. Praise God. We got to get along in that house. Amen. And then you got kids in there too. Come on now. The devil be walking through there. Let's see who we can get today. We need somebody to go off. Amen. Praise God. And he go to the one that prays the least. Don't get mad at me, man. He goes, don't get mad at me up in here because I'm preaching real good right now. Yes, I is. He going to the one that don't know Genesis from generations and revolution from revelations. He's going to the one because that's the one you can get to first. That's the one you can get to easiest is the one that is not skillful in the word. one he's going through first. He said he goes about as a roaring lion seeking who he may. So many people come out of devoured homes. You ain't got to raise your hand. See, the devil ain't going to do nothing to the church because Jesus said upon this rock will I build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So we run him straight up out of here. (laughs) Who's running him out of your house? Do you have a prayer warrior up in there? Come on now. Come on now. Come on, they, they, can, they can go to Luke and see, uh, Luke chapter 10 and 11. I give you power over all the works of the enemy. Amen. To tread upon him and nothing shall by any means harm you. You got somebody like that up in there. Come on now. Don't be stopping them, turn them loose. Don't be acting like they praising them up in here too much because the Bible said praise steals the enemy. When somebody in your house hollers hallelujah, the devil got to pray freeze. It said praise steals the enemy and the avenger. Don't get mad because somebody holler hallelujah. Praise him. Ain't no telling how many devils just left your house. Don't you get mad when somebody turns some music up and say, can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like the Lord. Don't be getting mad at that turn. Don't turn your sports program down. That ain't saving you. Come on now. And the Bible said when praises go up. That's it. It's Psalm 67. Check me out. Ain't got time to turn to everything this morning. When praises go up. Blessings come down. Come on now. You don't wait to praise God when you come to church. You get up Monday. Jesus, I want to thank you. This is the day the Lord have made. And 